Hello everyone, so this is my final episode on ethical porn. Here is how ethical porn can be much more ethical for rape survivors like myself. When it comes to sex, us rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of alliteration. The definition is the repetition of usually initial consonant sounds in two or more neighboring words or syllables such as wild and woolly threatening throngs. Example, the gate grated on the gravel. When it comes to sex, us rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of illusion, definition, an implied or indirect reference, especially in literature. Example, you're acting like a Scrooge. Scrooge is a character from Charles Dickens' novel, A Christmas Carol. Scrooge was bitter and greedy. When it comes to sex, us rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of anaphora, definition, repetition of a word or expression at the beginning of successive phrases, clauses, sentences, or verses, especially for rhetorical or poetic effect. Example, I came, I saw, I conquered Julius Caesar. Number four. When it comes to sex, us rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of antenna classes. Definition. The repetition of a word within a phrase or sentence in which the second occurrence utilizes a different and sometimes contrary meaning from the first. Example. Your argument is sound. Nothing but sound. Benjamin Franklin. When it comes to sex, us rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of anticlimax, no pun intended. Definition, the usually sudden transition in discourse from a significant idea to a trivial or ludicrous idea. Example, the human body is intricate and the earth is flat. When it comes to sex, us rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of anti-phrases. Definition. The usually ironic or humorous use of words in senses opposite to the generally accepted meanings. Example. The sixth grade boy measured at the incredibly short height of five feet inch, five feet, 11 inches. Number seven, when it comes to sex, us rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of antithesis definition. The direct opposite, the rhetorical contrast of ideas by means of parallel arrangements of words, clauses, or sentences. Example, action, not words, or they promised freedom and provided slavery. When it comes to sex, Us rape survivors are 
relative to the usage of apostrophes definition. A mark used to indicate the omission of letters or figures, the possessive case as in John's book, or the plural of letters or figures as in the 1960s. When it comes to sex, us rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of ascendance. Definition. Relatively close juxtaposition of similar sounds, especially of vowels, as in rise high in the bright sky. Repetition of vowels without repetition of consonants, as in stony and holy, used as an alternative to rhyme and verse. When it comes to sex, us rape survivors are sensitized. To the usage of catophora. Definition. The use of a grammatical substitute such as a pronoun that has the same reference as a following word or phrase. Example. After she bought the groceries, the girl left the store. When it comes to sex, us rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of chiasmus. Definition. An invested I'm sorry, definition, an inverted relationship between the syntactic elements of parallel phrases, as in Goldsmith's to stop, to fearful, and to faint, to go. When it comes to sex, us rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of climax, no pun intended. Definition. A figure of speech in which a series of phrases or sentences is arranged in ascending order of rhetorical forcefulness. The highest point, the climax of a distinguished career, the point of highest dramatic tension or a major turning point in the action as of a play. Example, at the story's climax, the main character finds herself stranded in a storm in the ocean. When it comes to sex, us rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of ellipsis. Definition. The omission of one or more words that are obviously understood, but that must be supplied to make a construction grammatically complete. Example, four score and seven years ago, our fathers brought forth the proposition that all men are created equal. Nowadays, we say all people are credit equal because we have to include not just women, yes, women too, but non-binary, gender non-conforming, LGBTQIA plus individuals as well. Gender and sexual diversity in layman, in layperson's terms. Okay, number 14. Um, us, when it comes to sex, us rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of euphemisms. Definition is substitution of an agreeable or inoffensive expression for one that may offend or suggest something unpleasant. 
Example, he is no longer with us instead of he died. When it comes to sex, us rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of hyperbole. Definition, extravagant exaggeration. Example, her suitcase was light as a feather. When it comes to sex, us rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of irony. Definition, the use of words to express something other than and especially the opposite of the literal meaning. Example, the day was as hot as fire. When it comes to sex, us rape survivors are sensitive to the use of latotes. Definition. Understatement in which an affirmative is expressed by the negative of the contrary. Example. Not a bad singer or not unhappy. When it comes to sex, us rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of metaphors. Definition. A figure of speech in which a word or phrase literally denoting one kind of object or idea is used in place of another to suggest a likeness or analogy between them. Example, drowning in money. When it comes to sex, us rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of metonymy. Definition, a figure of speech consisting of the use of the name of one thing for that of another, of which it is an attribute or with which it is associated, such as crown in lands belonging to the crown. When it comes to sex, us rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of onomatopoeia. Definition. The naming of a thing or action by a vocal imitation of the sound associated with it, such as buzz, B-U-Z-Z, hiss, H-I-S-S. When it comes to sex, us rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of oxymorons. Definition. A combination of contradictory or incongruous words such as cruel, Kindness, C-R-U-E-L-K-I-N-D-N-E-S-S. When it comes to sex, us rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of paradox definition. A statement that is seemingly contradictory or opposed to common sense, yet it is perhaps true. Example, nobody goes to the cafe anymore because it's always packed with people. When it comes to sex, us rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of personification. Definition. Attribution of personal quality, especially representation of a thing or abstraction as a person or by the human form. Example. The butterflies danced through the air. When it comes to sex, 
Us rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of puns. Definition, the usually humorous use of a word in such a way as to suggest two or more of its meanings or the meaning of another word similar in sound. Example, a boiled egg every morning is hard to beat. So, number 25, us, when it comes to sex, us rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of similes. Definition, a figure of speech comparing two unlike things that is often introduced by like or as a S. Example, the baby's cheeks were as red as apples. When it comes to sex, us rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of Synecdoches definition a figure of speech by which a part is put for the whole, such as 50 sail for 50 ships, the whole for a part, such as society for high society, the species for the genus, such as cutthroat for assassin, the genus for the species, such as a creature for a man, or the name of the material for the thing made, such as boards for stage. When it comes to sex, us rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of tautology definition needless repetition of an idea statement or word example first and foremost in my opinion in my opinion i think he walked through the open door and lastly when it comes to sex Us rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of understatement. Definition. A statement that represents something as small or less intense or less important than it really is. Example, tornadoes are windy. So... There's more figures of speech. So when it comes to sex, us rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of circumlocution. This consists of expressing some fact or idea in a roundabout way instead of stating it at once. For example, the viewless chorus of the air equals the wind. When it comes to sex, us rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of exclamation. It is used for strong expression of feelings. For examples, oh, lift me as a wave, a leaf, a cloud. I fall upon the thorns of life. I bleed. When it comes to sex, us rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of epigrams. 
It is a brief pointed saying. It couples words which apparently contradict each other. The language of the epigram is remarkable for its brevity. Examples are as under. The child is a father of the man. Words worth. When it comes to sex, us rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of transferred epithets. In transferred epithets, the qualifying objective is transferred from a person to a thing as in phrases. For example, sleepless night, sun, burn, mirth, and melodious plain. When it comes to sex, us rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of irony or sarcasm. In this mode of speech, the real meanings of the words used are different from the intended meanings. For example, the child of cobbler has no shoe. When it comes to sex, us rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of interrogation. This is a rhetorical mode of affirming or denying something more strongly than could be done in ordinary language. Examples, who is here so based that would be a bond man? When it comes to sex, us rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of parables. A short, simple story illustrating a moral or spiritual truth. When it comes to sex, us rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of allegories. A short, I'm sorry. Um, when it comes to sex, us rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of allegories. A story, poem, or picture that can be interpreted to reveal a hidden meaning, typically a moral or political one. So, when it comes to sex, us rape survivors are sensitive to analogies. A comparison between two things, typically for the purpose of explanation or clarification, a correspondence or partial similarity, a thing which is comparable to something else in significant respects, um... A process of arguing from similarity in known respects to similarity in other respects. A process by which new words and inflections are created on the basis of regularities in the form of existing ones. The resemblance of function between organs have a different evolutionary origin. What is an example of analogy? She's as blind as a bat. You have to be as busy as it be to get good grades in high school. Finding that lost dog would be like finding a needle in a haystack. Comparing two objects or ideas is common practice in English language as useful in writing and literature as in everyday figures of speech. When it comes to sex, us rape survivors are sensitive to fables. A short story typically with animals is characters conveying 
moral, spiritual lessons. Um, when it comes to sex, us rape survivors are sensitive to metaphysics or the metaphysical, um, which relates to the branch of philosophy that deals with the first principles of things, including abstract concepts such as being, knowing, substance, cause, identity, time, and space. So... My last example of figurative speech will be idioms. Us rape survivors, when it comes to sex, we're sensitive to idioms, a group of words established by usage as having a meaning not deducible from those of the individual words. Rain, example of raining cats and dogs, see the light. So, you know, when it comes to figurative speech, we ha- be mindful of how you use it when it comes to sex with um, rape survivors. And then you also have to be sensitive to the relationship between comedic genres and sexual intercourse. Because there's a relationship. Sometimes sex has its moments that would do well with a stand-up comedy audience. Because sex can be funny. Sex can be comical. Sex can be hilarious. Sex can be humorous. Um, I'll give you some examples. Sometimes you have accidents in sex. You might accidentally bang your head on a headboard or bump your knee on the wall or the bed might break or the bed would squeak way too loudly or you might fall off the bed or you might land on the floor. You might accidentally hurt your back. Um, You might fart, you might queef, you might bleed a little bit. You might have to run to the bathroom and use it because it's time for you to release human waste in the middle of sex. You just gotta stop and go. Other times you get hungry during sex eat and then you have sex again or sometimes you gotta Ooh, i forgot to shower let me shower then have sex and then shower again or we might do it in the shower or you might try position or act and your penis keeps coming in and out of the person or you have trouble staying on the penis if you're the receiver or You might accidentally bite the genitals a little bit. I mean, accidents happen. So, keep in mind, I'm I'm naming all the comedic genres now. So, 
When it comes to sex, us rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of aggressive humor. The description says, insensitive to audience sentiment by igniting criticism and ridicule on subjects like racism, sexism, or anything hurtful, differs from blue humor or dark comedy as it inclines more towards being humorous than being offensive. Um, When it comes to sexist, rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of alternative comedy. The description says, differs from traditional punchline jokes, which features many other forms of comedy, such as observation, satire, surrealism, slapstick, and improvisation. In its content, content, alternative comedy emerged as a counter to the establishment entertainment figures from the previous generation. It was often cited for its disregard to established comedic movements and ranged from the surreal to slapstick, usually with a combination of both. Um, when it comes to sex, us rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of anecdotal comedy. Named after the Greek term for anecdote, meaning unpublished, personal stories that may be true or partly true, but embellished. When it comes to sex, us rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of anti-humor. Indirect humor derived from the comedian delivering something intentionally not funny or lacking in intrinsic meaning. Um, when it comes to sex, us rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of black comedy or dark comedy. Deals with disturbing subjects such as death, drugs, terrorism, rape, and war, sometimes related to the horror movie genre. Black comedy is usually said by a disliked character. Um, when it comes to sex, us rape survivors survivors are sensitive to the usage of blue comedy. Typically sexual in nature, risque, and slasher using profane language, sometimes using gender or race-based humor. When it comes to sex, us rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of burlesque. Nonsensical or ridiculous treatment of serious works of art, music, literature, or theater to make a statement in a humorous, entertaining way, prior knowledge of the subject is required by the audience. When it comes to sexist, rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of character comedy, derived from a persona invented by the performer, often stereotypical. When it comes to sex, us rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of cringe comedy, a comedy of embarrassment derived from inappropriate actions or words popular in television shows and film, but occasionally in stand-up. When it comes to sex, us rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of deadpan comedy. Not strictly a style of comedy, it is telling jokes without a change in facial expression or change of emotion. When it comes to sex, us rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of heritage comedy. The comedian discusses humorous traits or stereotypes about their own culture or heritage. When it comes to sex, us rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of improvisational comedy. Largely unplanned routines featured on television shows such as Curb Your Enthusiasm, whose line is in any way, thank God you're here. When it comes to sex, as rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of inside humor, requires special knowledge in order to be appreciated by the audience. When it comes to sex, as rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of insult comedy. Offensive insults directed at the audience or other performers usually in response to audience hecklers. Don Rickles famously built most of his career on the grouchy persona he developed in his insult comedy days. 
When it comes to sexist rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of mockumentary, parody using the conventions of documentary style. When it comes to sexist rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of comedy music, derived from music with or sometimes without lyrics. When it comes to sexist rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of observational comedy, pokes fun at everyday life, often by inflating the importance of trivial things or by observing the silliness of social conventions. When it comes to sexist rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of one-line jokes. A joke delivered in a single line. A good one-liner is said to be pithy, concise, concise and meaningful. When it comes to sexist rape survivors, are sensitive to the usage of physical comedy. Um, similar to slapstick, this form uses physical movement and gestures often influenced by clowning. When it comes to sexist rape survivors, are sensitive to the usage of prop comedy. Relies on ridiculous props, casual jackets, or everyday objects used in humorous ways. When it comes to sexist rape survivors, are sensitive to the usage of shock humor. A style of comedy that uses shock value to invoke a strong negative emotion. When it comes to sexist rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of sitcoms, television series with scripted dialogue set in a thematic situation. When it comes to sexist rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of sketch, a short scene on television or stand-up similar to the sitcom. Practice and typically perform live. Sketches sometimes spawn sitcoms. For example, The Honeymooners, Mama's Family. When it comes to sexist, rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of spoof slash parody. Humorous recreation of a book, film, or play either to pay homage or to ridicule the original. When it comes to sexist, rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of surreal comedy based on bizarre juxtapositions, absurd situations, and nonsense logic. When it comes to sexist, rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of topical comedy slash satire, relies on news headlines and current affairs, dates quickly, but is a popular form for late night talk variety shows. When it comes to sexist, rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of ventriloquism, involves character comedy. The comedian uses the skill of ventriloquy to throw their voice into a dummy or puppet character. The ventriloquist speaks as the straight person in quotations and gives the comic lines to the dummy exceptionally skilled ventriloquists can make the dummy sing ventriloquists used to appeal exclusively to general audiences and children until the late 1970s when some ventriloquists start using blue comedy lastly when it comes to sexist rape survivors are sensitive to the usage of wit slash wordplay more intellectual forms based on clever Often subtle manipulation of language through puns can be crude and farcical. And you're probably wondering, what does all this have to do with ethical porn? Well, I'll tell you. A lot of times in sex, people on camera, off camera too, but I'm specifically focused sex on camera, sometimes people have conversations. Sometimes people engage in small talk. Sometimes people engage in witty banter. Sometimes they engage in hilarious dialogues and sex. And a lot, a lot of the porn fan base has rape survivors. So when they hear figures of speech, when they hear comedic genres being expressed, when it comes to the sexual conversations that porn performers have with each other, 
Um, They may not understand. They may feel confused. They may feel lost. They may feel like, I don't know how to have a healthy sexual conversation. I don't know how to go about humor when it comes to sex. I don't know how to go about intelligent speech when it comes to sex. What does that mean? How does my words and word choices and tone of voice, I don't know how to go about that with a sexual partner. And porn's giving me ideas, but it's these solid ideas. So those are things that a lot of porn consumers and porn performers and um, porn companies don't consider is that a lot of the porn fan base have been in the past victimized by all kinds of sex crimes. I'm not saying that porn watching makes you a sex criminal. That's not true. I'm not saying that people watch porn because of what happened to them. I'm not saying that either. Um, what I'm saying is, is that there are many different types of adults within the porn fan base. And I think they're so you and I think that the porn world is so used to having consumers that haven't been sex crime that they forget and overlook the ones who have been sex crime. So there are porn porn audiences who are trying to understand porn literacy, erotica literacy. So when they read or see or hear erotica, they don't know what to do with it. They're trying to differentiate between what happened to them in the past and what they're experiencing in terms of porn erotica now. Um, And so I bring these elements because um, there are people who've been sex crime who go, when should I use figures of speech and what, what does that entail for me? When do I use literal speech and what does that entail for me too? What comedic genres are inoffensive to me and my partner and or partners? And what figures of speech are inoffensive to me and my partner or partners? What literal speech is inoffensive to me and my partner or partners? So these are things that the porn industry must consider, must think about these things because you have, you know, Porn, you have porn fan bases. Some are people with disabilities. Some have disorders. So they don't consider that. So, and and it's sad. I think about how um, in the porn world, When we, when they really take the time to do um, 
the studying of their fan base, I think they should do, um, I think they should really study the data, the evidence, the reports, the details, the results, the notes, the documents, the abstracts, the testimony, the facts, the raw data, the memorandums, the memos, the records, the findings, the numbers, the statistics, the figures, the measurements, the conclusions, the information, the experiments, the info, inflammation, um, and the declarations of porn fan bases that they may overlook, such as um, people who are Victims of intimate partner sexual violence, domestic sexual violence, intimate partner violence, domestic violence. Um, People with medical sexual problems. um, Neurodiverse, neurodivergent individuals. And... Those who deal with the oppressions of intersectionality as well. And they should do surveys and questionnaires, even of people who are survivors of child abuse and adult abuse to get their input on what are the best ways to create a child abuse survivor friendly porn world a an adult abuse survivor friendly porn world and when i say porn fan base i'm talking about all adults no children um and If I was an adult film company head, I would make sure that the least of these run my entire organization. Because they would create sex surrogate partner adult films sex surrogate partner therapy adult films porn erotica and I take it a step further I would hope I would want them to they they would create tantric sex therapy adult films yes tantric sex so What does that mean? I'm about to tell you.
So, what is tantric sex? How to practice tantric intimate form of sex? This is Leslie Grace R.N., May 5th, 2023. So, this was published last year. So, Leslie says, Tantric sex is a whole new way of being in sexual connection that allows you access to deeper levels of feeling, sensation, and energy, and ultimately more of who you really are. I want to create tantric sex therapy adult films that are friendly to survivors of abuse, trauma, victimization, sexual disorders, reproductive disorders, body disorders. And intimacy issues. So it's like mixing sex surrogate partner therapy with tantric sex. That's the kind of adult films I want to publish to the world. Leslie says this path is simple but profound. It's about wholeheartedly celebrating the sacredness of our bodies and desires while bringing a quality of mindful awareness to the shared expression of pleasure. So, in other words, I want to create the kind of adult films where it's a whole soul experience, a whole body experience, a whole heart experience, a whole memories experience, and a whole mind experience. Leslie says it can help you release shame, trauma, and blocks around sex, unleashing the transformative power of your erotic energy and leading you to some of the most soul-shattering orgasms ever. So in other words, I want to create the kind of adult films where you are sexually evolving for the better which causes the sex itself to blossom in unparalleled fashion Leslie says, through this holistic approach, sensuality also becomes a doorway 
to beingness, to the divine, and to a more intimate experience of the present moment. In other words, I want to create the kind of adult films where it's for both the religious and non-religious, and um, it's it's like it's basically earthly paradise in erotica form. So Leslie asks a question, what is tantric sex? Tantric sex is a sexual practice that part of the ancient spiritual path known as Tantra. Tantra pronounced Tantra with a uh sound in the first syllable is a Sanskrit term that translates to weave. Well, I want to uh, create the kind of um, adult films where people enjoy compassionate climax, compassionate compassionate peak, compassionate apex, compassionate highest point, compassionate culmination, compassionate acme, compassionate pinnacle, compassionate crest, compassionate zenith, compassionate summit, compassionate apogee, a passionate, compassionate extremity, compassionate limit, compassionate utmost extent, compassionate highest degree, compassionate turning point, compassionate crowning point, compassionate maximum, compassionate top, in order to stop the onslaught of depression, the onslaught of nadir, and the onslaught of anticlimax. Then Leslie says it refers to weeping together or uniting the masculine and feminine and non-binary forces within all of us, heaven, earth, even purgatory as a metaphor, the human body with the transcendent collapsing the polarities. In other words, erotic oneness, sensual oneness, and sexual oneness. I want to create those type of adult films where... fleshly wholeness, wholesomeness and spiritual wholeness, wholesomeness as well. Leslie says, the purpose of Tantra is to discover an ecstatic union with all of life beyond the separate sense of self. Sacred or tantric sex, an aspect of Tantra, is seen as one doorway to that transcendent truth once we learn how to harness it. How does that make me feel? It makes me think about how um, many people have been sexually fractured, sexually sliced, and diced to smithereens. So I want them to feel like and being erotically repaired, sensually repaired, sexually repaired. And that uh, 
I am worthy of sensual self-confidence, erotic self-confidence, and sexual self-confidence. So those are who I want to create, you know, adult films for. Then it says, the simplest explanation of tantric intimacy is that it's about bringing the fire of your sexual energy, passion, desires into alignment with your heart, your spirit, and a sense of goodness in your life. So, in other words, I want to create the kind of adult films where um, people feel as if You and I and we, that means that no one's sexual, erotic, essential individuality is sacrificed, and no one in between the sexual collective, erotic collective, essential collective is sacrificed either. And it says, when these forces come into balance and harmony, the sparks of interpersonal magic really start flying, and sex becomes something healing, empowering, transcendent, and profoundly beautiful. Basically, I want to create the kind of adult films where people feel um, cleansed from sex negativity. To remove the dirt of sex negativity from the surface of themselves. To launder the sex negativity. To wash the sex negativity. To scrub the sex negativity. To clean the sex negativity. To remove the impurities of the sex negativity from within. To refine the sex negativity out to disinfect the sex negativity, to purge the sex negativity, to purify, to purify from the sex negativity. <laughs> Leslie says, I'm talking about the kind of lovemaking that feels truly connected, aligned, massively powerful, and filled with the utmost respect and devotion between you and your partner and her partners. Basically, I also want to um, I want people to feel like that they're experiencing the body negativity being cleared, the body negativity being emptied, the body the body negativity being clean, the body negativity being unloaded, the body negativity being cleared out, the body body negativity is empty the body negativity is freed of charges the body negativity is discharged the body negativity is free the body negativity is absolved the body negativity is set right the body negativity is not vindicated in other words the body negativity has been vanished it's dissipated it's disappeared gone forever Leslie says, this kind of intimacy evokes your highest self and leaves you overflowing with love. Time slows down, your intuition expands, and you can find yourself in nearly psychedelic realms 
of orgasmic possibility that you might have only heard about or imagined sounds pretty good, huh? Summary, tantric sex is a sexual practice as part of the ancient spiritual path known as Tantra. It focuses on bringing the fire of your sexual energy, passion, and desires into alignment with your heart, your spirit, and a sense of goodness in your life. So, um... That makes me think that um, that the self-hatred is being closed, being terminated, being ended, being concluded, being final, being finished being not in operation, being shut down, being out of order, being out of service, being bankrupt, being closed up, being padlocked, being having fold up, being broken, being not open, being shut, being fasted, being sealed, and being tight. So, um, tell you more. I'll just use one article for tantric sex. It says what happens during tantric sex? It says tantric sex involves a wide array of erotic activities, not all of which involve the same kind of penetration, physical stimulation of erogenous that most people associate with sex. A typical tantric session involves the subtle rounds of sex including slow embraces, gentle caresses, getting present within the body, focusing on the movement of energy between the partners' bodies. Sometimes during tantric sex, you're barely moving and the focus is on the meditative devotional dimension. If you relax and take things slowly or ramp up and slow down to action, you can make love for hours and the enjoyment can just keep building. People with penises might also explore practices like edging, getting close to orgasm and backing off, which builds their ability to last longer and hold more pleasure before flipping over into orgasm. That said, all sexual energy can be tantric when done with awareness. Tantric sex can dive into the raw, intense, animalistic spaces where the body's existential intelligence takes over and you are blind to pleasure. Dhammas and submission can be tantric as well. 
Breathwork is also central to tantric sex. People might use their breath and awareness to move sexual energy throughout their whole body, awakening their capacity for full body pleasure, rather than pleasure localized specifically in the genitalia. So what it means to me is that um, I want to create the kind of adult films where... Um, where people where the consent shaming is broken the consent shaming is fractured the consent shaming is shattered the consent shaming is hurt. The consent shaming is ruptured. The consent shaming is burst. And the consent shaming is splintered. Then it says summary. Tantric sex involves a variety of erotic activities such as slow embraces, gentle caresses, getting, pres getting present, and focusing on the movement of energy between the partners' bodies. Then it says neo-tantra versus cla classical tantra. Tantra stems back to at least the 7th century, if not earlier, appearing in various forms and, and texts in Hindu, Buddhist, and Jain traditions. But usually when Westerners use the word Tantra, we are really talking about the field of Neo-Tantra. There are various complex and rigorous spiritual paths of classical Tantra which aim at full spiritual awakening or enlightenment as the goal. These include Kashmir Shaivism, a strand of religious philosophies from Kashmir in India and the Vajrayana Buddhist path of India and Tibet. These paths often involve serious study and personal dedication, meditative practices, and can include various elements of ritual, such as the use of mantras, visualizations, and deity worship. Working with sexual energy is only a small part of the practice and was for advanced students only. By contrast, Neo Tantra has developed over the last 150 years and aims specifically at more fulfilling intimacy and connection, a deeper connection to one's own body and emotions, healing trauma and blocks, and opening the greater states of orgasmic ecstasy. The body of teachings has been deeply inspired by some of the core tenets of classical Tantra, but it's important to acknowledge that much of what is taught and shared among modern Tantric sex practitioners are not ancient practices and quotations in the literal sense, though meaningful and relevant in their own ways. So I want to create the kind of adult films where prude shaming is smashed, prude shaming is in pieces, prude shaming is collapsed, Prude shaming is destroyed, prude shaming is pulverized, and prude shaming is crumbled. Number one, tantric sex positions and practices to try. Number one, create a sacred space. Consciously disconnect from the mundane world and enter the world of the divine, the world of pleasure. Turn off devices, light candles or incense, and gather any special treats like chocolates or berries. Purify yourself by showering and dressing in something lovely. Purify your space by tidying up and putting away the laundry piles. It's also best to skip or go light on the substances in order to be fully present. 
set intentions for this session of Anthony such as my intention is to show you with my body how much I love you or I'm curious to explore deeply receiving. So I want to create the kind of adult films where kink shaming is mutilated, kink shaming is bruised, kink shaming is injured, kink shaming is damaged, kink shaming is split, kink shaming is cracked, kink shaming is mangled, and kink shaming is dismembered. Kink shaming will not stay rent-free in anyone's minds. Number two, eye-gazing or soul-gazing, the powerful gaze of your partner. There's nowhere to hide in your practice fully revealing, and you practice fully revealing yourself to the other with all that you feel and all that you are. You see them fully while at the same time letting yourself be seen. Sit up straight on a pillow or a chair facing your partner. You can look left eye to left You can look left eye to left eye or just gaze softly at both eyes. You can also hold hands if you like. Let the love and lust that is in your heart shine out through your eyes. Gazing at your beloved, see the divine spark in your eyes, marveling at the pure life force that is emanating them. Feel the sacredness of this simple moment together. Try for two minutes. Notice what emotions or sensations come up. Or if you feel tempted to look away, it isn't a staring contest. You can always close your eyes for a few seconds and then open them again. I want to create the kind of adult films where sex shaming is fragmentary, sex shaming is disintegrated, sex shaming is crippled, sex shaming is shredded, sex shaming is crushed, sex shaming is gashed, sex shaming is defective, sex shaming is busted, and then more importantly... We're whole, intact, and sound in terms of our inner living and outer living. And we're not feeling like we're not functioning properly. Number three, hands on heart circuit. This one can often flow nicely after eye gazing while sitting facing each one with a soft gaze. Bring your heart to your own heart and breathe up into your heart. As you feel the love and lust that is welling up in your heart for your partner, reach across and place your right hand on your partner's heart with consent and they can place their right hand on your heart. Each person's left hand then covers the hand on their own heart. Synchronize your breathing with slow, deep, nourishing breaths. On the inhale, receive breath and love and lust into your own heart. On the exhale, send that love and lust from your heart down your right arm and into your partner's heart. Making a circuit of love and lust and energy flowing between you. Do this for about 10 breaths. So, I want to create adult films that make slut shaming defective, inoperable, in disrepair, out of order, busted, gone to pot, screwed up, shot, gone haywire, on the fritz, on the blink, on the pieces. And you can't say... It's in need of repair because slut shaming should stay broken. It should never, ever happen. Because 
There is no room for whorephobia, and there is zero capacity for hierarchy. Number four, tantric massage. Tantric massage, see, are another powerful form, are another powerful part of tantric sex. One that could be the key to multiple orgasms for both people with clitoris and people with penises. And if you're non-binary, you decide what you name your genitalia and why. In a tantric massage, one partner gets to just lie back and receive, getting the chance to tune into their pleasure and sexual energy and see how it wants to open up through their body while the other partner moves their hands slowly and meditatively along their body to let them feel every single new sensation. Consider trying out the yoni massage, a tantric massage for the vagina, clitoris, lingam massage, a tantric massage for penises, and tantric nipple play. So I look at uh, what happened um, and recognize that I want to create adult films that heal the broken down, the shattered, the dilapidated, the battered, the brokenhearted, the despondent, the grieved, and the saddened. The yam-yam position, the classic tantric sex position, represents the union of Shiva and Shakti, the two divine energies of masculine and feminine. I throw in the divine energy of the non-binary. But remember, these are just energies. It doesn't matter the gender of the participants. Even for relationships between cis men and cis women, it's powerful to practice switching between each role. Let's throw in the transgender people, okay, to be respectful. The base partner representing Shiva, which is energetically or physically penetrative, sits across, legged on a pillow in the holding position, while the other partner representing Shakti, who is energetically or physically receptive, can either drape their legs over their partner's legs with their butt on the bed or a pillow, or can fully sit in the lap of their partner. The base partner's arms should go around the waist of the other partner, whose arms go around the shoulders of the base partner. Your heads can be cheek to cheek, or you can touch forehead to forehead. This position allows the chakras of the partners and allows for sexual energy to move upward along the spine. Once you come to alignment, start by taking a few deep, slow breaths together, synchronizing your breathing. Then begin to move together in slow undulations, arching, swirling in circles, finding a flow and a rhythm that feels delicious, activating your sexual energy together. The base partner gives to the partner on top who is receiving that energy up into their body. Connect with your breath to expand the pleasure and sexual energy throughout the entire body, lighting up every cell with that life force. You can try staying with smaller, subtle movements or get as vigorous as you like, but either way, use your breath to draw orgasmic energy from your pelvis up the spine and up to your third eye, the spot between your eyebrows or crown the top of the head and beyond. The position can be practiced fully clothed, naked, or in whatever form of penetration you like. You can even learn to have full body energy orgasms with no penetration whatsoever or remaining fully clothed, though that might take a little more practice.
And then remember the sacred spot. Remember the, um, what am I trying to say? Orgasm control. To do this, bring yourself to the edge of an orgasm and pull back right before you climax. Let the tingling orgasm sensations fill your body and start again. Don't just do this one time, though. Repeat this cycle over and over again so you can reach an intensive, explosive, full body orgasm. Um, to make it simple, you can... Um, Sex is optional. Self-massage. Masturbation. Oh, meditation. Okay, meditation is a great way to free yourself of all that's holding you back. But instead of letting the energy flow out of you, Ground yourself as you meditate. Let your energy flow downward into the earth. Let that energy build and spread throughout your body, giving you strength. So you can lay together. You can cuddle. You can snuggle. You can do spooning. Um, you can build up to sex or not. If you choose to have sex, you can go slowly. Work your way up to, to those sensual practices. Um, tell your partner what you like or don't like. Set an intention for your practice. You can engage all your senses. You can use candles, sensual music, taste each other, stare into each other's eyes, touch yourself, your partner slowly, pay attention to your breath. Being naked is optional. You don't have to go full attention, you can experiment. Hey, kink BDSM, think outside the box. If that means using a box, have fun with it. Focus more on deep breathing during a solo session. You don't have to go full tantra. And um, you can count the breaths. Relax the arch. And do the sacred spot massage, you know. To do this, slowly, gently rub your partner's prostate gland on the upper wall of their vagina, otherwise known as the G-spot. Let the heat energy build, allowing your partner to release pent-up emotions as they come closer to the climax. So, um, so what are my thoughts on all these things? Well, basically, I want to create the kind of, um, I want to build neighborly adult films, create neighborly adult films, form neighborly adult films, erect. Neighborly adult films frame, neighborly adult films raise, neighborly adult films make neighborly adult films, construct neighborly adult films, manufacture neighborly adult films, put together neighborly adult films, fit together neighborly adult films, fabricate neighborly adult films, contrive neighborly adult films, assemble neighborly adult films, put up neighborly adult films, model neighborly adult films, hammer together neighborly adult films, set up neighborly adult films, reconstruct neighborly adult films, Mold neighborly adult films, sculpture neighborly adult films, fashion neighborly adult films, compose neighborly adult films, um, evolve neighborly adult films, compile neighborly adult films, cast neighborly adult films, produce neighborly adult films. Produce neighborly adult films, forge neighborly adult films, bring about neighborly adult films, devise neighborly adult films, carve neighborly adult films, weave neighborly adult films, 
destroy unethical adult films, demolish unethical adult films, and wreck unethical adult films. I want to build up neighborly adult films, to increase neighborly adult films, to strengthen neighborly adult films, to add to neighborly adult films, to expand neighborly adult films, to increase neighborly adult films, to to construct neighborly adult films. For real. Um, No race to the orgasm. And there are playful intimacy connection possibilities. Letting go of the getting somebody off obsession. Endless room for discovering such a wide range of what is possible. Keeping us unstuck in a sexual rut. More powerful orgasms, longer lasting orgasms. Deep states of surrender, visionary states and states of oneness with your partner in life itself, sacred sexuality, can also be an integral part of the path of awakening and personal evolution. There's melting of the regular egoic self in those moments of communion. So the benefits of tantric sex are getting more of what you want in sex, releasing sexual blocks and shame, finding healing from sexual trauma, awakening your sexual energy to flow freely within your body. Exercise, accessing your fullest pleasure, desire, tuning into subtle energy, discovering full body and slash multiple orgasms. For people with penises, delaying orgasm, experiencing non ejaculatory orgasms, experiencing a new level of heart connection with your partner, a profound sense of intimacy and loving presence. Longer love making sessions, relaxation, and a quality of spaciousness. Enhanced communication and communion. Holistic mind body spirit connection with yourself and with your partner. fully understand why I want to want to um, invent heart-centered, soul-centered, mind-centered adult films. <laughs> 